Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Bro Emergency. This is DJ Sass. Welcome to episode number two, the second one, the sequel. We are glad uh, you decided to come back and join us for another uh, episode of our podcast. If this is your second time listening to us, thanks for coming back. Uh, we uh, sure appreciated you uh, listening to us. We got close to 225 downloads as of this afternoon. So wow. thank you for those of you who have given us uh, a piece of your day and checked us out. We sure appreciate that. We sure also appreciate all the feedback you've given us <laughs> to give us a chance to come back and uh, get uh, some more uh, podcasting done. Uh, if this is your first time checking us out, thank you. Uh, thank you for deciding to make us a part of your day today. Uh, we are thankful that uh, you're uh, hanging out with us today. So I'm thankful I got invited back. We, we're thankful you're here, TP. Yeah, yeah, Horse, yeah. We're, we're Horse TP. Glad, glad, glad you're here, buddy. But uh, real, real quick, for those of you that do happen to be new to us, uh, who are the cast of characters? I am DJ Sass, as I said. I'm a Packer fan. I am a uh, owner of small dogs, and I'm a golf enthusiast. We've got uh, LVO, who uh, is our gracious host for this podcast recording. Uh, he's a Husker fan. He's an American, and he hates movies. We learned last podcast, which is occurring away right now. So weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, but where's this podcast at finally? Oh. Yeah, we are we are in the vault. We also have Scarlet. Scarlet, good to have you as well today. Um, horse, really of she course, got, she got all dolled up. That's yeah, nice. <laughs> horse. Uh, we have it. Who is a Vikings fan? Um, Hater. <laughs> he's a hunter and a fisher, and he sure enjoys his Coors Light. He even named his dog after it. And then uh, finally, we've got Nipe, aka Matt, aka Matt Nipe, uh, which we'll get into why he's called that later. <laughs> um, he's a Twins it's fan. Not, doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it's my name, I guess. Yeah. Right. He's a Twins fan. He buys expensive grills, and he's got great hair. Um, that is our uh, cast of characters, gentlemen. It's good to see you guys again. Yeah. Thank you. Glad Speaking of here. his hair, we actually talked about his hair on the way here because oh, really hard part apparently is uh, something you always have to know about and uh, we happen to pass his hairdresser on the way here so yeah, yeah. she the lives salon. in the neighborhood no she lives in the neighborhood yeah. nice very good kim she's great also lisha just in case lisha's listening she was the primary hair cutter so nice well it looks really nice today so i, I do have to call you out though matt because when this rona started you had a nice full black mane of hair it's awful salty now bud well, um I mean, what do you mean? Two words. I mean it. I Silver mean. Fox. Yeah. You're going to be looking I, like TP here soon. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Silver hair is good. I, I, just, I was worried that you were suggesting that I may have been coloring my hair. Oh, well, you may have. Oh, for sure. At the you used to color hair. Oh, absolutely. No. You don't color you your were, hair? Oh, no. no. Have you ever? Never? Never. Never Grecianed it? No. I one time in high school, Frosted I tips? actually. No, no, oh, no, no. I tried to, uh, I tried to color my hair with lemons. Because I am weird. I've done that once before. Yeah, it didn't in do summertime. Yeah, yeah it didn't what do does it do? Yeah, yeah, you remember the sun and stuff? The spray yeah. used to put in there. Yep. And your hair used to yep. true. So it's make you more blonde. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. Anyways. Anyways, uh, lots of fun recording episode one. Uh, thank you for all the feedback you've given us. We want to go through a little bit of that feedback you gave us. So uh, I think our goal is uh, two months ago. This wasn't even uh, a thought in any of our radars that we're going to be having a podcast that, uh, especially that 225 people would listen to. So I think we're learning along the way. Part of that learning process is getting through some bumps in the road, which I think with episode one uh, wasn't perfect, but uh, I was proud of the effort we put forth. But uh, we sure did get some good feedback from you guys, the listeners, which uh, we want to go through some of that and uh, go after it. First of all, volume. It's a little yeah. quiet. We heard a lot about that. Yeah, heard a lot of feedback that we are just a little bit. Or way too loud. Yeah, yeah. or way too quiet. So – uh, first of all, we moved to the vault. This is our compound, which we're really thankful that we're uh, uh, yeah, that here, we've been allowed time. in. Yeah, yeah, well, it's good to be here, and I think that will help a lot. And plus, uh, the DJ uh, is learning about uh, editing and how to work with sound. So, hopefully, the audio this episode and future episodes is a little bit better than that first one. But uh, thank you for that feedback. Um, that was helpful for us to know. Keep it coming. Yeah, keep it coming. Uh, also, we got a, a piece of feedback that they want more banter. They want us. Uh, to have a lot more chit chat between the four of us. Done, Julio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with some medical stuff and some of the, you know, kind of the touchy feely stuff still. Uh, but we'll definitely try to be a little bit, uh, you know, no more chatty. Yeah, no more chatty. Yeah, have some fun, but not too much. Apparently, the seven minutes of COVID information that I provided last week was too much. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? 
Good thing we edited it down from 31 minutes from yeah, the yeah. original. You should have been us, guys. Like, listen to this guy just go on and on and We all on. fell asleep. Yep. Look, some people so like you. to listen to themselves talk, and I may be one of those people. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that uh, we got, uh, I guess we got a couple other things, but the, the next one that uh, people said was we say, uh, um, pause a lot. And I think even today so far we've all said, uh, and um, quite a bit. But, uh, hey, we're not perfect. We're not uh, professional podcasters. We're working to get better, I think. And as we do this more often, I think we'll get more used to just chatting. I but, still remember uh, 10th grade when you had to do in speech class, you had to do the 30-second uh, speak without saying, uh, and it was the hardest 30 seconds of my life. To be honest with you, it's not uh, not easy, especially when you don't have it. Uh... Oh, man, it just keeps <laughs> going. Oh, yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. So close. But that effort was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good. You made it five seconds? Made yeah, of course. That, not bad. Not bad. We, we are all much better doctors than we are podcasters, yeah. which is truth. For now. But... <laughs> But we are side gig. side gig. All right. Exit strategy. <laughs> um, so lots of people also have been requesting, uh, what's your best ED stories? Uh, people want to know uh, what we see in the ER. What, what what are some of the crazy things we see and all that? Like top rectal foreign body. Go. Cue ball. Slippery Cue ball. suckers. Whoa. A bottle of Louisiana hot sauce. Lid duct- on. Lid on. Duct tape. Pool noodle. Apparently, when you take the duct tape off, it expands. <laughs> Did not know that. Uh, a lit Roman candle. Whoa. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Uh, male exotic dancer. Um, turns out, uh, if you light that and it backfires, uh, you basically get brown and served buns. Not a human <laughs> being. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. To be fair, though, he asked for a work note to go be able to go back to work. I told him he needed wow. to take a little time That's off. That's dedication. Yeah, let those uh, buns heal up a little bit. But, you know, uh, they say that if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. True. That guy uh, definitely uh, wasn't working for a few days after that. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But uh, we also wanted to just give a quick recap. Last time we did talk about COVID, obviously still is dominating our airwaves, right? The news, social media, still talking about it. Definitely have seen maybe a little bit of change, even since we recorded last, as far as the conversation more about when are we reopening, what does that mean for us. But, uh, Matt, you want to just give us a little recap on what you talked about? What are some of the updates that you would like the listeners to hear since the last Broome Education? Sure, yeah. Uh, we'll keep this short again, uh, even like shorter than seven six minutes. minutes Thank or? you. God, jeez, jeez, come on. I mean, the big thing is that, you know, there's still a lot of weirdness going around with it. We're still learning things as we go. Uh, the scary thing recently is that they're starting to find that there's some bizarre vasculitis-like disease in kids in New York. <clears throat> um, it's scary as a father, but I do want to point out it's still super rare, and those things happen with other viruses too. So, something we're going to see we're going to see some more with that but we're not really sure what to make of it yet i happened to tell you guys last time that there's no fda treatments for covid and that has changed um remdesivir is now fda approved uh the caveat with that is there is still no random controlled trial with that yet so I don't know that I really buy it, to be quite honest. And that FDA approval, I think, is more of a uh, emergency authorization usage. And so, you know, true FDA approval is those randomized control trials. And so uh, the FDA obviously is trying to find something, and we're trying to do something. And I think there's a lot of other drugs that are coming out that are these uh, emergency authorization uses versus true approval. A lot of spitballs being thrown right now. Right. Well, and, you know, we all want to help people. And so if we see something, it's hard for us to not go for it. I don't I still don't think there's a silver bullet out there. Um, basically, besides that, we had a lot of questions about covid. So we wanted to kind of touch on those a little bit. Big thing is that I think people are starting to feel more positive. Uh, we kind of asked you guys to tell us what they think about, you know, which way things are going. All the responses seem to be pretty positive. And why wouldn't they be? I mean, our area is opening up. Uh, DJ and I have gone golfing a couple of times. It was great. Warmer weather on the horizon. Or Just a couple of times because every time I see a picture of DJ Saz, he is on a golf course. True. 
he only and a couple I, times. I mean, have I've I got kids. I've that. got kids. Oh, okay, so <laughs> oh, I've only oh, got I get a couple it. You of two times. together. I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas he literally lives on the course. The, the Pomeranians don't weeks. mind if he golfs. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I think they might appreciate very accommodating. I've even seen a picture of him and him and would you call her? The the wife is also known as DJ. She says she says on the course. And doesn't she actually beat you in golf? Uh, yeah, we played yesterday for my birthday, and she beat me. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Hey, hey, thanks. Happy birthday, bud. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, Scotty Pippen number? Scotty Pippen Ooh. birthday, number Ooh. 33. Hence there his jersey go. he's wearing right now. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. nice. Very nice. But, you know, with that pool boy weather, um, it's just going to be nice to get back outside. And I'll never says. live down the pool boy comment from episode one. I'm just really proud of myself for saying pool boy without slurring my words. <laughs> or, or laughing hysterically about wondering why he's still thinking about pool boys. Well, I think the best part was how it just rolled off so naturally. Like it just right, was like, right. like a Freudian oh slip. God, yep. so he's good. got pool boys on his mind. Hell, from time to time. <laughs> All right. Well, the other good question that we got from you guys about COVID was what is our process coming home from work? So I'll tell you mine real quick. I wear a pair of scrubs to the hospital. I change into a different pair of scrubs in the hospital. I practice good hand hygiene frequently. I am always wearing appropriate PPE. And you wear gloves everywhere. I have I have calmed down at that a bit, but yeah, I do wear a lot of gloves. You wear them gloves. driving? Them nurses and them uh, APPs were, they yeah, were busting you, man. Um, I mean, what can I say? I just I just worry, you know. I'm just a worrier. He literally was washing his hands with gloves on. I saw it several times. Sanitized. I did not ever wash my gloves. That is not true. I mean, they're wet. <laughs> you don't know where those gloves have been, okay? All right? All right? I'm just trying to save PPE. That's appropriate. So after work, I change back into the scrubs that I had worn to the hospital. I go home. I strip in my garage, put the clothes in the wash machine. And go take a shower. Strip to skibbies. So now I am in my boxers or my boxer briefs typically. Nice. When I walk. However, at the start of this, when I was a bit more crazy, I was naked. And you actually, some of the funny <laughs> memes have been like out of New York City and stuff is like, you know, our, these people that live in high rise towers of, you know, they, their neighbors probably have seen multiple ER docs or nurses or, or frontline workers probably. Buck naked. And we apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for a lack of tanning. Oh, wow. Right, yeah, because of lack of tanning. Not lack of diet. Yep. Or dad bods. Yeah, but uh, but the other thing that people really wanted to know about us, uh, they really wanted to know about our nicknames and, like, how did we get them. A lot of people were like, well, sometimes you call him Matt, sometimes you call him Nipe, sometimes you call him Matt Nipe. We don't understand where this Nipe name comes from, which uh, – it's my last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we want to take uh, early on here in some of our podcasts, uh, maybe each week go through one of us, where do we get our nicknames? Why why, why am I DJ Saz? Why is LVO LVO? That, that kind of idea. Um, why is horse horse? Horse? To be determined. Oh, you have to tune in for a later week to learn about horse, uh, which we all actually want to learn about horse. We all have our own it. theories. Uh, none of them are appropriate for the airways. <laughs> and none of one of us truly knows why he's yeah. called horse. Nope, none of us do, but we all. Well, I'm pretty now. sure I know. <laughs> you you, uh, you ask me in person and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll go this week uh, since I'm already talking. Uh, DJ is not, so DJ says, uh, is not short for my full name, uh, D'Allen Joe James <laughs> Sasma, um, <laughs> the third. Um, but uh, it's actually uh, from when I was a radio DJ in college. Um, that was my tagline, DJ Saz. I was host of the Saz Weekend Primer. Um, had like five listeners. It was it was great. What kind of music? Uh, a wide variety. I took requests, uh, mainly independent stuff. So uh, wait, oh, you got us, and you got two hundred and twenty more listeners than true. you had before. I know. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Like, um, were you like a very like uh, astute music guy? No, no. <laughs> so I worked for a, a, a station manager who was and who's very insistent we played independent music. So I learned a lot about music. Um, but uh, teach no. me something right now. Uh, so there's a band called Bongzilla, and each week one guy would call in, like at 10 a.m. My show was nine to noon. He would call in and just go. Bongzilla, click. That was it. And I played Bongzilla for him. The Bongzilla. What guy. type of music is Bongzilla? It's like screamo. Oh, mm. yeah. You know what the nine to noon show? The best nine to noon show in uh, the world is. 
What? DJ Savs probably should know. What? Also known as the Paul Allen Show out of Minneapolis. You know uh, who happened to Paul never Allen? Never heard of that. You guy. Ever heard of Paul Allen no. before? PA on the mic. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I'm, I'm talking through Minnesota that. Minnesota Vikings. Boo. And just so you know, we did try to get uh, some audio of the DJ Saz weekend primer. It was all burned. <laughs> it was so bad. It was on cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I bet DJ C- She Saz probably has something somewhere. Yeah. We'll find it. Yeah. That's how you won her over, right? Yep. The true. DJ. Yep. For sure. Uh, but today we thought it'd be great for episode two for our bro education, then going into kind of some of our bro banter, talking a little bit about how did we become the doctors we are today? Um, what, a little bit about the process of what it's like to become a doctor. Um, and then uh, what do we like about it? What do we not like about it? So we want to get into that today on episode number two. And uh, on the other side of this break, we'll lead off with our bro education and see if we can keep it a little shorter than uh, Matt. Seven minutes, guys. <laughs> I hope it's not 31 again. Right. we got to record again. Oh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, on the other side. Hey, Bro Emergency listeners, we have a very special message from our number one sponsor. Thanks for that message. We'll skip back to our normally scheduled Bro Emergency episode. Hey guys, welcome back here. Bro Emergency, DJ says, uh, we have this week's Bro Education up next, and we've got a challenge. Last week, uh, we had Matt with the COVID talk who got a little windy. Uh, talked for a whole seven, seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, 31 exactly. the first time. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm on the clock, so I got to get going on the clock. here. So we want to talk a little bit about what does it take to become a doctor? What was the process like for us? Understanding that, of course, things probably have changed a little bit since we were in med school and residency and whatnot. But we want to go through a little bit about the making of a doctor. So you graduate high school, you start college, right? So there's different uh, requirements you have to get admitted to medical school. They can, can they include organic chemistry, biochemistry, anatomy. can all have different majors. For example, I was an exercise science major. A lot of people are biology, chemistry, but it can be a whole variety of different majors as long as you have those prerequisite courses. Oftentimes, you have to score well, so you have to get a certain GPA, um, do very well in your classes, and there's an entrance exam called the MCAT you also have to do very well on. So it's a very rigorous process to get even accepted to med school. Wasn't that brutal? It was brutal. Oh. Yeah, it was a hard. It was a hard process, um, but uh, that doesn't count towards my time. By the way, if you interrupt me, uh, sorry. I was talking about the MCAT. Just no, it sitting there counts. for like eight hours. Like, it was so uh, miserable. Yeah, it was an eight-hour. It was very. You're difficult. like twenty-one-year-old kid. You're like, uh. Speaking of, you get interviewed for med school. What was the weirdest uh, med school interview question you guys got asked? Oof, I remember one. So, sit down. This guy flashes a painting up. Says, "Tell me what you see." So I look at it. It's like this Norman Rockwell painting. And I see this kid laying on a bed. Like clearly it's in a home situation. This guy is definitely a doctor. And so I tell the guy, hey, uh, I think it's a child who's very sick. And this doctor came did a home visit. He puts it down says, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, the child is dead. So I clearly missed that one. Yeah, woof. Uh, Well, uh, I've got an equally as weird one, but not as sad. Maybe sad? I don't know. So my guy tells me, okay, the year is 3000, and all all of humankind is now in space, and there's a virus ravaging all of the human species. The only way to save it. He loves COVID. He really does. <clears throat> I mean, it is kind of topical. He's all COVID topical. all the time. It's topical. It's topical. Anyway, this virus, the only way that we can cure it. seven minutes on this God, question. Yeah, that's right. Just, uh, <laughs> guys, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and sit back, okay? We're going we're gonna to take our time with this. All right, so the only way that we You're can save. You're on the save, clock, Oh, my God. <laughs> the only way that we can save the species is if we sacrifice one human. And the human is mentally handicapped and has no way of knowing what they're doing. Would you do it? Wow. That, that was his question? How do these people get to be interviewers? That's my yeah. question. Yeah, I don't know. My, mine wasn't a question. It was I walked into the room. There's a super comfy looking couch. But then the lady was sitting behind the desk. And she had this like kind of uncomfortable looking folding chair there. And I was like, 
she she just said you can choose where you want to sit and i was looking at that couch thinking man that looks really comfortable you got espn on that thing yeah i was like so i just sat on the couch which was kind of weird because she was all the way over across the room on her desk and then she thought oh Nobody's ever done that before. That's amazing. So she pulled up the little folding chair and sat across from me. Did you nice. lounge? Uh, no, I just kind of laid back. <laughs> I, not not inappropriately cro- cross, uh, you know, spread eagled, but just enough <laughs> to be comfortable. Unbuttoned is great. I got comfy, and so, she, she liked it a lot. So speaking um, of comfy, I don't have a really good like a question, but uh, as most of you know, I sweat rather quickly when I work out. And so my first medical school interview was where I actually ended up going to medical school. So it was the first one, first time ever. 8.30 in the morning, middle of the summer, super hot, walk in in a suit, not the lightest guy. Uh, first question I asked was, do you mind if I take my coat off? Because I was dripping profusely everywhere. <laughs> and so at graduation, I'm going to medical school there at graduation, the, the gal who was like the vice president of dean affairs, she goes, hey, do you remember that time that you took your coat off? She goes, you're the only medical student I've ever had to take their coat off. And I was like, I had to. Bud, we're just proud you wore a suit and tie, all right? <laughs> Right. Oh, let's not go there. Oh, oh man. Anyways, uh, so let's say you get accepted in a medical school after all those crazy questions. Then it's typically, you know, this has been changing too, but it's typically two years of just classroom work. So you go to class all day, look at thousands of PowerPoints, get tested nearly weekly over a lot of material. Then you have two years of clinical rotations where you rotate around the hospital following doctors, learning about what it's like uh, to practice medicine. Then there's three board exams you have to take for the United States. Um, and uh, step, step one, uh, they, call, they literally call it step one, step two, and step three. Very original, I know. Um, step one is kind of the hardest test uh, that is mainly over the clinical stuff or the book smart stuff you learn the first couple of years and then step two is more about the clinical parts of things and then step three when you get into that is more the clinical practice of medicine once you're done with all of that in medical school you match into residency which is specialty specific this is where you decide what kind of doctor you want to be emergency medicine internal medicine a surgeon a plastic surgeon dermatologist um, involves a lot of interviews, uh, so you interview for residency. Um, but great dinners and often some long nights with some of the residents. It was kind of fun. Yeah, I yeah, enjoyed yeah. It. This, this was fun. This this was was enjoy- I enjoyed it was, that part. It was probably one of the more enjoyable parts about med school. And then you form what's called a rank list where you basically get set up uh, on something called the match where you rank your top programs where you want to go train and the programs rank the top medical students that they want to come train with them and then this program puts you through and you match at a certain spot Uh, then you have what's called match day where you finally learn where you're going to spend the next however many years of your life uh, depending on your specialty uh, and uh, lots of tears, lots of crying, lots some of joy. happiness. Yeah, some joy. Know. People, yeah, it's kind of some awkward moments there. And then once that's done, you get to the hardest part, which is residency. Um, so it's uh, three hardest, plus. but also amazing. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. I, I loved yeah. it. Right. I, you know, it was very difficult, uh, but I loved it. It's three plus layers of uh, three plus years of a lot of labor. You learn a ton, um, but uh, y- you work all the time. Um, LBO and I had the best biscuits and gravy ever, by the way, in residency. They were phenomenal. You, uh, We all went to me- metropolitan areas, though. Uh, we trained in super busy emergency departments, which is important for us because we got to see a lot of stuff because it's a limited time where you're being supervised, so you, um, you get to learn a lot of different things from these people. Um, lots of times where you're not really sleeping a lot, you get very few breaks, and the work-life balance is definitely skewed towards work. But again, it's temporary, and it's meant to be that way so that we can see a lot, learn a lot in a short amount of time. Um, the times that you do have off, oftentimes you're studying because there are still exams to pass. You have your board exams at the end of your residency where you learn about especially specific. But it's all centered around making you ready to be an independent practicing physician in your chosen specialty. For the bros here in bro emergency, it was emergency medicine. So three-plus years of learning how to be an ER doctor. LVO, are you uh, are you ever going to actually specialize? Are you just still working in the emergency department? What's going on there? So it's funny you ask that because – I was actually thinking as we were preparing for this episode, how many times I've been at a party or a function and someone has come up to me and asked how I'm doing, how's work, and then they say the magic question, so are you still in the ER or are you going to specialize? Oh, man. It happens all the time. It does happen all the time. Emergency medicine is a specialty, folks. Uh, We do train just to take care of emergencies. So, I know it's crazy. 
But uh, that's a little bit about the process. I know it was short and sweet, but uh, that's how uh, we as the the Was Burns, it short? It, it was pretty it was sweet. How, how short was it? Plus your plus your in, rude interruption. Oh, sorry. So we're probably at seven minutes again. All right. We are definitely over seven minutes. Yeah, that's oh, what I thought. Oh, eight thirty. But at least two minutes of that was you talking about. That is your, not even true. <laughs> we'll count it down. Okay, we'll okay. count okay. it down. All right. Well, that was our Brobe education for the week. The makings of a doctor, specifically a bro emergency doctor. So we'll see you guys uh, on the other side of this break, uh, and we'll have some bro banter, a little bit about why do we like being a doctor, what what are the hard parts about it, uh, how does it affect us as bros. So we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Hey, bro, emergency listeners. While the other boys are out getting another beverage, and I uh, and they're doing some renal homeostasis, I just want to give you, you guys a shit. I'll take a uh, pineapple truly. Thanks, guys. Uh, Want to give you guys just a quick reminder of the various ways you can get it in um, in touch with our podcast. First of all, the best way is probably our website, bro, emergency, and that's b r o m e r g e n c y dot podbean. Dot com. It's the best way to find our podcast and take a listen. You can also find us on Facebook at Bro Emergency Podcast and Twitter at Bro Emergency Cast. Those are the three ways to find us. Uh, share us with your friends. Um, and it looks like the boys are getting back, so we'll get you back to some of our regular content here. Hey guys, DJ Saz back here after that bro education. Hopefully you, uh, you learned about what it's like to become a doctor. But now I thought it would be good if uh, the four bros talked about what it's like to be a doctor as a bro. Uh, what do we like about it? Uh, what were the hardest parts for us going through the process? Hopefully to get you guys a little better uh, info on uh, who we are and uh, what we view medicine as and what uh, we hope to uh, impart to our patients. So I think the first thing um, I would pose to the crew, have we always wanted to, did you always want to be a doctor? When did you decide you wanted to be a doctor? How long have you known? Because it's a process, as we just talked about, right? It took many years to commit yourself to this. Uh, is this something you always wanted to do? I mean, <clears throat> I guess I have, honestly. I mean, I, uh, it got weird to the point that I thought I maybe need to think about other things. In college, I actually started to, like, do some research in other areas to see if I wanted to do something else. I did scientific field research for a summer. I did bench research for a summer. I hated it. I realized that medicine is probably the way to go. It was pretty science-oriented, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Horace? You always want to be a doctor? I don't know. I ever know how I became a doctor, to be honest. No. Uh, Web, WebMD.com. <laughs> exactly. Took a calligraphy class and wrote your diploma. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. How did you know? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> and my handwriting is still really bad. <laughs> Bummer. No, I, yeah, I think for the most part, uh, it was, I think that altruism is probably the most the important thing that brings us all there. Um, we probably lose sight at times of that. But uh, altruism is probably what brings us either to medicine or nursing or or care for others or you know, pastor, whatever it is. I think there's altruistic things. And so I think that's what tugged me there. Yeah. How about you, Elvio? Yeah. I mean, uh, so like in college, I was an athletic trainer in high school as well. So I was around medicine somewhat and around athletics and know I probably deep down I probably always wished that I was a professional athlete like every other kid but realized early on that that was not in the cards for me especially when we see you run <laughs> hey thanks for that um but yeah no so uh you know during my athletic training days I kind of started to realize hey there was this medicine thing and didn't know if I wanted to you know keep going with the athletic training thing or look into something different and I actually thought I'd always be a North Peak surgeon just because of the sports medicine background. And then uh, then I went to the operating room in medical school and hated it. Couldn't imagine doing that and doing clinic all day and just wasn't wasn't for me. And thankfully, rotated through the ER and found a match. So you said something that, you know, everybody wanted to be a sports star. Question for you guys. Would you rather be a sports star, a movie star, or a rock star? I hate movies. Sports star, <laughs> rock star, hands yeah. down, rock star, rock star for this guy too. Oh yeah, sports sure. sports star. Mm. Okay. You've got like 
only 12 years of work probably if you're a football player long lifelong glory name your sport though would you i mean if you had the opportunity what sport would you I play football in a heartbeat i loved football i loved everything about playing football i'd do it again even Man. though i had concussions even you know though the I average shoulder surgery i'd do it again but the average uh pro career for a football player is what like three years yeah it's super best short. i think so yeah Toby go- Keith. Maybe, I mean, if we're really getting honest, maybe a golfer, I guess. I don't know. That'd be a really fun. Just to play be golf. Luke Bryan, Brad Paisley. Imagine, like, just. You'd be a country rock star? You'd just rock it out to 70,000 people, you know, 40, 50, 60 nights a year. I could see horse being a country rock Oh, rocker. that'd be so fun. Yeah. Imagine Mike Toby be... Keith, just Red Solo Cup, wearing Hunting jorts. And, and Lover Never Day, right? Yeah. He you has know? thought about this a lot. For sure, with a flag t shirt. Oh, it'd be fun. Sweatpants. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. It'd be great. Yeah, see, and I guess, like, the rock star that I'm thinking of is, like, Matthew Bellamy from Muse, like, rocking out in front of the Brooklyn Barclays Center. Who's yeah. that? Who's that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, the most talented rock star uh, alive right now, man. Come on. Who? I also that don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> no idea who he's talking about. Is it, Look like, it Steven Tyler's cousin? For all two oh, of you, Matthew. What was his name? Is he related to Brett Michaels? Matthew Bellamy. Is that right. just because you we'll have the same name? Is, does he do no. the Imagine Dragons song? Because that's really cool. Like the thunder and the I lightning. I am just so offended by everything that you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Where were we? Sorry. Yeah. So, the, sorry. DJ, sorry. I always want to be a doctor. Uh, DJ says did not always want to be a doctor. I had like seven different majors in college. Um, Pool boy? Pool boy, <laughs> pool boy was not. Turns out it was uh, also housewives known as were chemical not, water engineering yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, stay-at-home housewives were not. Uh, I I was like I had a uh, dad bod before I was even. I'm not even a dad. I'm a dog dad. But uh, I've had a dad bod for a long time. Never was really in the cards for me to become my true dream, which is a pool boy apparently. Um, but uh, no, I started out actually as a theology major. I d- wanted to do meteorology for a while. Did media studies, hence the DJ. Um, then I thought about physical therapy, athletic training, and then uh, my third year. How long were you in college? <laughs> He's a not lot of people go to doctors actually. for seven yeah, years. Four, yeah, four years. Uh, it was it was a busy four years. I changed majors a lot, so I took a lot of classes. I took summer classes too, but eventually settled on uh, after actually a sports injury, uh, medicine. He's the kind of guy that colleges are built on, right? He just. He's like a 23, 25 creditor. Oh, yeah. Just paying full price. For yep. Yep. I built, a, I built a couple of buildings at that campus right. probably. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. the DJ says all. Uh, but, uh, no, it was uh, yeah, it was kind of a process for me to get there. But once I got there, I uh, was pretty committed and enjoyed the process as we talked about uh, in this last section. But um, what other career – maybe just short off that we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, if we'd be a movie star or a sports star. But what other careers did you consider ever, if any? Hunting, fishing guide, for sure. Alaska, live up. I mean, that was before kids, right, and wife? Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool to live up there. And Alaska, salmon fish in the summer. You know, do some wild, just some crazy Yukon moose and bear hunts with uh, just be unreal. You know, spend I could, two I weeks I could out see there. you doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. So that'd be fun. But the, pre, the pre-Rona with the beard. It yeah, doesn't pay well. I think it's pretty, uh, from what I hear, when you become the guide, it's not as enjoyable as the actual hunting. So it becomes work. Yep. And I think that's the hard part, right? So. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't have a whole lot of consideration for other things. I just had a backup plan, I guess. And uh, I was going to be a professor. I thought I would get my PhD in uh, ornithology, actually. I was in the study birds. Birds, really? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I get crap for pool boy, and you <laughs> want to study birds? Hold on, hold on. Did you do mushrooms what? in college? <laughs> Wait, Wait, no, no, answer that. Wait, what kind of bird? What kind of birds did you <laughs> want to study? Like penguins? No, chickens. No, I mean, I did. I did some research on three-toed woodpeckers. Yeah. I know. I know more about woodpeckers than uh, <laughs> this I, is uh, blowing this, my you're, mind. You're like that he made this up for the podcast. There's no, no way no, this is this true. This is blowing my mind. This is interesting. Yeah. Like, can we get some evidence of this? So, what yeah. do you do when you study? Like, what is the the career trajectory of somebody studying birds? Can't even say it. Yeah, ornithology. Yeah, or, or he you put that on our outline, and I was like, dude, I don't know what that is. Hopefully, he explains it. <laughs> study birds. Yeah. Interesting. Study birds. Oh, okay. Study birds. Very good. So, do you have like super good binoculars? Uh, not anymore. No, Mm-mm. I did. Interesting. I wouldn't say super good. I had like you know, a guy that's in college with zero dollars to his name. I had some decent binoculars for that guy. 
<laughs> there's got to be more to the story. Like, there's that's no reason a dude just becomes wants to uh, study birds. Was there, like, a really cute girl in bird studies and you were trying to get her? No, 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 no. I mean, the the professor that posted the research uh, was cool. Dr. Swanton, you the man. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd go into the Black Hills and just, like, study birds. birds for a, a summer i could get behind that i guess yeah i, I mean, mean you guys here, so here's my schedule okay this was this was my schedule i woke up every day at four i was out in the middle of nowhere in the black hills with like you know binoculars i had hey uh, 4 p.m or 4 a.m <laughs> 4 a.m 4 a.m i know which is really weird he's like really hold on i had to do my shrooms and i had to do like my no, rock star no, i was playing guitar no, for a while that, none of that <laughs> And so I would be done with work, which was me basically hiking on trails and <laughs> like chasing <laughs> birds. <laughs> I mean, it was a process. Did you? I don't know that it's on. really, really good topic for did, the podcast. So you, you, did you basically have lived Wiley Coyote's life? And he totally had that green like canvas shirt <laughs> with the khaki shorts. He had the white crew socks. I'm white like, with the hiking no, yeah. Oh yeah, you were that guy. <laughs> I probably was wearing cargo shorts, though. Bugged <laughs> dead around his face. Absolutely. Look, I had some Chacos. I SPF mean, 90 on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The big zinc oxide on his nose. No, come on. Man, that, that, that's you guys are making it even more worse, <laughs> more ridiculous than it was. And it was more already worser. pretty ridiculous. What was that? Yeah. I don't, oh, I don't man. I, sometimes words are hard, Luke, okay? Did the nickname horse come from you wanting to be a rodeo? Like, was that is that where horse comes from? Will you tell us? Not today. Oh man, we'll have to tune back in for another episode. But I still have—I'm the odds-on favorite for knowing why he is called horse. <laughs> Just ask me about it. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> so, what do you guys think was the uh, like the worst part of your whole medical experience? Like med school, residency, even attending life. Like, what are your horror oh, stories? Man. What's the what's the one thing that like really sucked? Uh, for me, it was easily those first two years of med school, where all you did was study. Like when it was you and the PowerPoint slides, just researching for tests, just looking at the same slides over and over I, again. I will little human right on that. Little human interaction. That was the worst. I guess uh, in the same thing there, I mean, going the same way, I just, I was so excited for medical school. I mean, college was really fun, but not because I enjoyed going to class. And then I thought, oh, medical school, here we go. I'm going to become a doctor. And then I went to basically like, here, you're going to learn 10 times more than you learned in all of college every month for the next 24 months. And uh, I hated every second of that first two years. Yeah. It's the uh, cliche of drinking from a fire hose, right? Oh, the volume yeah. of information is just unfathomable. I remember studying at my medical school, and they had glass doors that you could look out, and there's a guy emptying the garbage, and I remember thinking, dude, I would pay anything to trade places with you right now if I didn't have to look at one more PowerPoint slide. Yeah. Do you remember that stupid textbook, Robbins? Yes. Oh, man. Wow. No, I don't. I don't remember any <laughs> of those textbooks. It, I know. I work with you. Uh, oh, whoa. Wow. Wow. I'm going to take 90 seconds and get real. So I think one of the things that was the hardest for me wasn't medical school, wasn't residency. But honestly, that first year or two out of residency when you were in attending, when all of a sudden you didn't have the next goal to look to, right? And so you're 29 years old. You've been spending your 20s the entire time. You're like, you're goal-driven. It's every, it's like, hey, I know in eight weeks I got a test. I know that in, you know, a year I got step one, and then I got this, 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 and then boom, you become an attending. You become board certified, and then you're like, now what? No more carrots dangling out in front no, of you. No, and so you're like, whoa. Like, do your, so that was super, like, because you're, you felt like 10 or 11 or 12 years of like, Man. so that was hard for me, right? So you felt like I was wandering. Dude, well, I just, I, dude, uh, I, uh, I just turned Scotty Pippen, and I feel that way right now. That uh, that hits home. I want to congratulate Price, though. He said, "Take ninety seconds," and that was like forty. Yeah, so good job, bud. Beautiful, good time management. Um, how about uh, here's a question for you guys: uh, what What would you tell uh, your younger self, uh, or maybe we can kind of do twofold? What would you tell somebody else who's thinking about becoming a doctor? What would you have told yourself? at uh, the stage when you were at the beginning of all this, um, now knowing what you know. Don't do it. <laughs> wow. I hope that that's not the real answer, but maybe. I I don't know. I think that I would tell myself, think emergency. I mean, I, I like what I do. I, uh, I had zero thought that that's where I was heading, though. I mean, I thought surgery all the way, mm -hmm. and so I spent a lot of time 
doing things that maybe maybe they helped me long term but i mean practicing tying knots at home with your hands only yeah exactly like that's not anything that i do anymore so uh i spend a lot of time doing things that you know i guess don't matter as much i agree matt i mean i can't i can't imagine doing some other specialty I, i mean i think if i had to do something else i'm not sure it would be definitely wouldn't be another medical specialty because i can't i can't fathom yeah and that's not to say that they are all terrible, but we definitely pick the best specialty. You just find, yeah. your, find your niche. Yeah, and I think I'd tell myself it's all worth it. Like, because there's a lot of days, especially those first two years where I was studying all the time. That, and you know, if you went to med school with me, you know that like those. I was not a lot of fun in medical school because I studied and I I took it like dead serious. And I uh, gunner. Yeah, I kind of was. And you know, now looking back, like there was a lot of time where I didn't have a lot of fun and I missed out on hanging out with a lot of my classmates, especially early on in med school. But now that I'm in practice, like I know a lot of stuff and I'm very thankful for that. Um, so I'm I'm thankful for that experience. I think I would have told myself that hey, it sucks at the time, but those two years that you spent uh, really hitting the books was worth it man i'm gonna take 40 seconds and be real again i honestly if i were to go back i would look back at my 20 was it six year old self and be like dude like or 22 year old self before medical school and understand the financial implications of becoming a physician with student loan debt uh taking out a bunch of student loans went to iceland in residency you know, went to Spain because, you know, hey. You, d- you did not get quarantined coming back. <laughs> <personally>. <laughs> did not. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, that, that was, I mean, that's an honest thing. And I think it, uh, it's not only affects physicians. I think it affects anybody. It affects PT, OT, nurses, all those people. Um, there are some legit concerns about the cost of becoming uh, uh, a caregiver in America's healthcare system. So I would look back and be like, you know, be more financially savvy. But I think ultimately, guys, when it comes down to it, why we love emergency medicine is when someone comes in and truly needs us. We deal with so many things that don't need the emergency department and you know probably aren't appropriate. But when someone comes in and you can provide that care in the heat of the moment, life or death, quick decision-making, and you make a difference for that patient, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think that... Uh we are there's lots of jokes about emergency medicine right i mean like you know the jack of all trades master of none when are you going to specialize right and i mean they're probably not that inaccurate to a degree but the way i like to look at it is so the guy that really made me think emergency medicine was this physician that told me look all you have to do is be the best doctor for 15 minutes but you got to be the best doctor for those 15 minutes. And that really hit me. And I was like, wow, that's cool, man. That's really cool. And it's true. I mean, I think especially where we practice, we have a lot of support. But when it comes down to it, we are the make it, break it, first 15 to 30 minutes of a person's life when it matters. And that's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully you guys got a little picture into uh, what we're all about as, as physicians and uh, what we value. Um and again, just going out there, a theme of, you know, what does it take to become a doctor and uh, how does that impact us personally as uh, as bros? So thanks for hanging out with us for that section. Uh, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break uh, for one of our recurring uh, every, every podcast uh, features of what's the best thing we ate or drank this week. Hey, bro emergency listeners. Do you find yourself sitting at the pool this summer looking at that pool boy and then discover it's like a DJ says look like just not what you were hoping for? I've got something better for you to do at the pool this summer. Listen to the Bro Emergency podcast. Why don't you uh, shoot your family the information? It's Bro Emergency, B R O M E R G E N C Y dot podbean dot com. Or direct them to our Facebook page, the Bro Emergency podcast, or our Twitter handle, at Bro Emergency cast. And they won't have to worry about looking at that dad bod anymore. And they can listen to some sweet melodic tunes on that uh, podcast from the, the Bro Emergency boys. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Podbean. Uh, back to your regular scheduled content. Welcome back, Bro Emergency listeners. We are going to give you a chance to hear the best thing we ate or drank this week. Matt Knight, start us out. Full name, love it. I ate some smoked chicken legs. Smoked, not grilled, because my grill almost exploded this week because it fell apart. 
which is also why I bought a new grill slash smoker, and it was kind of expensive, and that made it into my intro. Thank you. So, so a good near miss is a good way to convince your wife that you need a very expensive smoker grill, right? I mean, safety first. I love Small you, baby. Wins, I love you, Small baby. Wins. Thank you so much. Small wins. It is pretty awesome grill. Though. I'm pretty excited. Small wins. I ate, a cin- I ate a cinnamon roll yesterday. It was good. Birthday cinnamon roll. Yeah. Very nice. And night before, uh, cookie cake. Oof. And what else on your birthday? Uh, ice cream and a, and a cake. So Oof. it's been good. It's been a good couple and, of days. And pizza and whoa, chicken nuggets. Did you cook anything? <laughs> no. <Nice. laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. No, my mom made. Uh, if you're listening to this, mom, thank you for that cake that you make me every year. What kind of cake was it this year? Uh, Funfetti, it always is. Uh, and it had a Pomeranian uh, decoration on top of it. Wow. Like a cut-out Pomeranian? Cut like out she Pomeranian. cut it, like it she, was not she in the shape it. of a Pomeranian. No, it, it was like cut out on top of it. Um, and then uh, another dog that she colored sprinkles on. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What interesting. kind of dog was that? Not uh, a Pomeranian? No, it looked like a Jack Russell Terrier or something. I don't know. <laughs> she's she's, she's <laughs> mistaken yeah, what your right. other dog looks Correct. like? Correct. Did it have all four <laughs> legs? Or? Nope. Uh, I think there's only three legs visible. What was nice. your favorite birthday present? Ooh, um, you get uh, one of our co-hosts here tonight got me a bottle of gin. Appreciated that. Oh, oh nice. I have yesterday. I have a birthday present for you. I totally forgot about. Oh, uh, I'm excited. Uh, we gotta hurry this up then so I can get that present. Uh, horse was the best thing you ate or drink? Uh, pizza, and not because it was pizza, but because the context of it, right? So, up fishing north of here, uh, on a deck. Having some pizza, my son, my dad, had a good day of fishing. The pizza probably was, I mean, it was good. It was called the beer drinker. Um, it was spicy. It was hot. Had some gunslinger sauce on it, they called. But the Sounds good. The Sounds fact like that it kind was, of pizza. Yeah, you know, it was a good pizza with the context, right? So yeah. that What kind, what kind of fish are you bringing us? Uh, you, none. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Van over yeah. walleye. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Okay. LVO, you hurtful. You know, I would have to say, probably you all got to experience the best thing I ate this week, which was my oldest daughter just made some Double Tree Hotel chocolate chip cookies. So Man, with the, with the COVID, yes. there's businesses, Disneyland's releasing some yeah. classic recipes. Yeah. Double Tree Hotel released their chocolate chip cookie no recipe, kidding. and so oh, they're so good. She and my wife have been making them. I think we're on our fifth batch in that the last week and a half. They're close. That was but very they're, they're super good. good. Yeah. Very yeah. They good. did not last very long. No, we they're hammered gone. them. They're gone. It's still Saz's birthday, I think. Yeah. Also, well, that's ketosis is no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday year. Okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> At least it's all like, year long. And I'm trying to get into ketosis, and I haven't been there since our first podcast. <laughs> my name is Matt Knipe. Yeah. You know, Ouch. one other one other thing I have to throw in. I'm going to take two because I'm yeah, posting yeah, this yeah. segment. Yeah. So totally random one other thing i ate so we have uh, a resident who's rotating with us right now super cool guy and uh, gonna be a really good doc and he's from pakistan and so in our downtime between patients or if there's not patients he's been telling me a lot about uh, the food and and the culture and you know stuff i really don't know much about and so one of the things we were talking about is you know i was telling him my love for steak and grilling steak and roasts and all those sorts of things and so he was telling me that they eat a lot of lamb and I have never eaten lamb. And so last night he... Uh, Iceland. Iceland lamb. Oh, that's yeah. good. So uh, he brought in some food. And we had been talking about it a couple nights ago on shift. And uh, he said, hey, you know, I brought some extra. Um, my wife and I had made some barbecue lamb. And so he brought it for me. And I do have to say that I know that anybody that is related to me or is an old friend of mine is probably spitting out their coffee right now, knowing that LVO ate lamb. But he made some barbecued lamb with some Pakistani spices on it, and it was actually delicious. Yeah, I'm all, yeah, I'm yeah. all in on that. That good. sounds good. I am so jealous right now. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds, sounds amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, anyway, um, we would love to hear from you all if you have any suggestions for us on things that we should try or crazy things that you think. If you think the stuff we're eating doesn't sound good, I think you're crazy if you don't. But If you want the recipe, I'd be kind of willing to spend some time telling you guys about it too. Um, <laughs> like I, I, seven minutes. So as, as I'm as I'm saying that I'm like, oh man, I don't know, that sounds like a lot of work. But, uh. So the final thing I think, and I don't mean to, you know, steal the DJ's thunder. Oh no, here you steal away my man. To the you know, the last thing. I think I'm just wondering, Matt, you know, last week you had a really good story about your kids and your kids are at a pretty 
pretty awesome age to do funny stuff. You got anything else for us from uh, from Matt's house this week? <laughs> Matt's Playhouse. Oh, man. Okay, well, we're parenting at an all-time high at the Knife household this past week. Uh, so my youngest is now two and a half uh, and change, and we decided that since the coronavirus took away our family vacation, we would instead do a staycation and uh, potty train the babe. And um, <clears throat> anybody that's potty trained kids knows that it can be kind of a bummer. And so uh, it, it was a rough week, and I'm, I'm happy to say that he's actually doing really well. But anybody that knows me knows that uh, my biggest struggle here in the podcast is that I have not said a naughty word. Um, LVO is really good about it, not saying anything bad. Uh, I can't usually make it more than 30 seconds without something at least slipping. And uh, <clears throat> at home, I try really hard, and uh, I think I do pretty well. But in the heat of the moment, uh, I walked out of the bedroom, and there was this big puddle in the living room. And so I looked down, and I uh, said to myself, not very loudly, mind you, but I said to myself, is that beep in pee? And uh, walked away, got a towel, cleaned it up. And then about 30 minutes later, I walked into my oldest's bedroom, and he was standing in the closet, and he said, uh, why is there beep in pee in my closet? And <laughs> I didn't really know how to react to that. Um, the wife was uh, rightfully a bit upset, and then I had a conversation with the boy about uh, how one of those words is not okay, and he was really worried about pee. <laughs> um, but as it turns out, uh, he said it again today. Oh, whoops. And uh, we're concerned now that he thinks that the one word is uh, not an adjective, but just a part of a phrase. And so we got to figure <laughs> out how to break this. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's parenting uh, that at an all time level, guys. Yeah. All time. So there you have it Tales from Matt's House, Volume 2. Yeah. More great. next week, maybe, huh? And I can't wait I for. I hope not. I really do. I can't wait for the nurses or those who listen to this podcast with their next game that they make up of this podcast. I think it's going to involve the word "uh" or "um" from us. Ooh, It'll be really exciting. good. That's I think exciting. that they uh, again see every time we say it. There was uh, some games that were made, but we're going to do it's better. Hurtful. It's we're gonna, hurtful. We're going to try. We're going to keep making it. But we're going to do it. I think that was a good episode too, guys. Uh, thanks. Uh, to I had a good time. Of, yeah, yeah. I sure had a blast. good time. Yeah. Thank you to all of you who decided to take uh, some time to hang out with us today. We look forward to uh, seeing you guys in future episodes. The question for the week this week is, what are you looking forward to most when the region starts to open up? Is it a travel? Is it a restaurant? Um, is it a certain event that you're looking forward to going Sports. to? Sports. So Definitely not pools here. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. But pool boys? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Bro Emergency. The opinions expressed in this podcast and the discussion therein do not represent opinions of any healthcare system or any public entity. We do not guarantee the accuracy of the information provided and hope that any medical opinions will lead to further research by listeners prior to any bedside practice.